pastimes is what falling to pieces of course because this is american <laughs> brews and tunes here's a theme song you know it's not a mean song it's a good song just as it should song american brews and tunes wow welcome to another fun episode of american brews and tunes yeah hello Bun off, run off, time for a one off. <laughs> episode number 64. Oh boy. Last week. Can't believe what it. What did we review last week? MGMT, MGMT and the Wilhelm Scream. Yeah, Oracular Spectacular and Career Suicide. Great albums, very different yeah. albums, but great Very different albums. This week, however, we are reviewing one album by one band and trying one beer from one brewery. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's our, your classic one off episode, everybody. You're right, it is classic one-off classic. recipe. Am I right? Classic. I'm right, because you're right. We're all right on American Brews and Tunes. I'm all right, you're all right. I'm all right. We're going to be all right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, what episode? I mean, what album are we reviewing this episode? We're going to be reviewing a very fantastic album by one of our favorite artists. Frank... 182? <laughs> nope. Frank Turner. Ah, uh, His yes. newest album called Be More Kind. That sounds like a really great album. It is. And we're going to talk about it. Is it heavy? I'm not really sure, but I'm sure a heavy beer goes with it. Yeah, probably. So why don't you say we have a heavy beer this episode? I say yes. Okay. And just a little uh, foreshadowing. There is a song called Blackout on this record. Yep. Uh, And kind of not related. I went to Black Friday. (laughs) The beer release for Goose Island's Bourbon <laughs> County brand stout. Yeah. <laughs> Ties together flawlessly. Foreshadowing. Uh, so it was, it was this past year, and our favorite local watering hole. Yep. Actually, watering hole, tap room, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, Craft Brewed, right? Craft Brewed. Yes. On Black Friday, they were they got a huge shipment of yeah, Bourbon County way, brand stout. Way more flavors than they normally yeah. have gotten in the Different, past. Because they always have their regular Bourbon County brand stout, but they have some variants this, yeah. this year. Uh, I got a vanilla, a coffee, uh, barley wine, yeah. some other ones that I don't remember. Um, but we're trying a very fun sounding one on this episode. Yes, we are. It is called the Goose Island Bourbon County brand Midnight Orange Stout. <laughs> Midnight Orange. That's how the Northeasterners call it, but uh, I just call it Orange Stout. Yeah, I call it Orange as so well. So it's like dark chocolate and orange. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I'm curious. Have you ever had those uh, chocolates that have orange in them? Yeah, the ones that are shaped like an orange? Yeah. I wonder if it's going to taste similar to that. Maybe, but also probably a little bit bourbon-y and boozy. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I just wonder if it's going to be reminiscent <laughs> of that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, I got what you mean. I was just saying, yeah. being an idiot. It's probably going to be a little bit more bourbon than yeah. in chocolate. But um, I've had quite a few of the, the different versions of the Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout. Yeah. Uh, the, that one, the barley wine. I've had a vanilla rye. Delicious. Um, <laughs> I think I've only had the coffee one the and the coffee. regular one. Yeah. You had the barley one oh, as well. Oh, right. That was, you had it in a in a uh, crowler, right? I still do. You, it was your oh, crowler you, that we tried. 
It was April 1st, and Craft Craft Brood said, guess what, guys? We have a couple crawlers left of 2014 Goose Island Bourbon County brand barley wine. wine. And this was 2016, so we're like, they have two-year-old crawlers? This has to be April Fool's. Yeah, April Fool's, right? Let's go. At the very least, we'll have a delicious pint. Yeah. And then we got there, and they were like, you guys are the only ones who've come to claim this. Yeah, like it's kind of a sick joke because we think everyone would assume it's an April Fool's joke, but we're serious. Yeah, it's so funny. Craft brood. Um, but I'm excited to try this one. Let's say that Same we uh, crack it and pour it. Let's crack and pour. <laughs> Ooh, good sound. Wow. Now that this is all poured, you can really get a, like a, a yeah, smell. Yeah, it's a crazy smell. I am definitely getting... It does actually smell like that chocolate it's, orange. Yeah, exactly. That, it that, smells uh, like that candy. The candy, that yeah. ball of chocolatey orange goodness. Yeah, it smells really good. Yeah, it's exactly what I'd expect from a uh, a big, powerful stout. Mm-hmm. Dark as night with a very small head and lacing. A dark... dark. What would you call the color of that little bit of lacing there? The head? Yeah. It's just like the normal ones, like dark tan. Dark tan. This does come in at a whopping 15.2%. Yes. So, so it is uh, quite a boozy one. Sip with care, am I right? Sip with care, everyone. They should put that on the label. They should put a, a warning sign and say, sip with care. Sip with care. It has an IBU sip level of 60. 60. It's not too bad. Yeah. Well, also, at that, I've had stouts that were had a higher IBU level that you couldn't tell because they're higher gravity stouts. Yeah. So let's say that we uh, give these a little cheers and try that sounds like a great idea. Let, let's do it. Why wait? Down the hatch. <laughs> mm. It's a burst of flavors. A big wow. burst of flavors. Uh, the booziness hits me up front, kind of, and dissipates... Um, but I still have that warm feeling uh, down my throat, that boozy feeling, you know? Yeah. Even though the, the boozy taste dissipates pretty quickly, and that's when I'm hit with that uh, kind of like the bourbon and chocolate flavors hit me up front. Like yeah, first. I think the, uh, and then it kind of washes itself down with it washes the itself orange down flavor. The orange, the orange kind of comes in, in the rear. It definitely tastes like that orange chocolate candy. This is a good stout. I mean, that, that must have been what they were going for, right? That's my guess, yeah. Good classic. It's a it's a good combination. It I was is. a little bit uh, little, I was like, hmm, orange. That'll be interesting in a in, Bourbon County brand stout. Hmm. I mean, oops, my bad. Midnight orange. Midnight orange. Now, this isn't the first chocolate orange stout I've ever had. Oh yeah, you've had um, Southern Tier has a chocolate orange, mm-hmm. which is also fantastic. It's mm. much lower gravity, clocking in at ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> much lower gravity. We, Holy five point two is a big difference. Yeah, it is. This is just astronomically high for a, a beer. Yeah. Oh, I still I still have that warming feeling in my, my it's belly It's going now. all up and down my th- yeah. esophagus right now. Esophagus. It feels nice. It's, it's a good beer. What? And get it stuck in my esophagus? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we'll sip on these brews. If they warm up uh, in our flavors. Flavors, the maybe, maybe they're going to get evolve. more we'll intense you know. or deeper or yeah. wider. We, we didn't have this uh, chilled down to refrigerator temperature. We had it at like cellar temp and then kind of cooled it a little bit more. So we're yeah. probably clocking in at like maybe know, 45. 45, something like that. So yeah. probably at an appropriate drinking temp. Yeah, I would think so. Let's say that we uh, dive into this album. Yes, let's do it. Uh, the album Be More Kind by Frank Turner. Yeah. Came out last year, correct? Yes, 2018. 2018. Uh, do you remember what month? Like it wasn't in the springtime? 
uh, early spring. Yeah. Maybe March. I can't remember the specific month, but it was early spring. Yeah. Um, and the first thing that really strikes me about this album is the artwork. Yes, um, it's very simple. It's but simple. It, it really sends a good message. If you look at it from the cover, it's it's like a blank white canvas almost, mm-hmm. and it's with it looks like it was all written with one line and one stroke. That's yeah. the the big thing that the artist was going for. Yeah, and it's two two hands holding each other uh, that wrap around the the out of the, the outline of the 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 paper the record yeah in a square and then underneath it says be more kind yeah yep. and if you look at it there's like no breaks in the line mm-hmm. uh, it looks like it was done very skillfully in one little yeah i've stroke. seen i've seen a lot of people who have gotten uh tattoos of this this would be a good tattoo. of the other one yeah because of this that of that design they've got different uh each song actually has its own little picture yeah if you buy the cd or the record you can actually open it up and look at all the different pictures yeah, you just open the oh, just the, open it like the this. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep, it's pretty dope. Yeah, but this is a uh, his. What was the album that came out before this? It was Positive, Positive Songs, Songs for Negative, for Negative People. People. Another yeah. great album, but this is a pretty different album stylistically. Yeah, it definitely is. And uh, I think whenever it came out, didn't weren't people like kind of upset about that? Like some people were like, ah, oh, this isn't Frank Turner. It was change. Yeah, it was definitely December. Say it all. We know. We know. We had to change some. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, all right. how does that song go again? We know, we, we know, we belong to ya. We know, we feel your lives around us. Yeah. Would we change? We, we had, had to change, change some, you know, to belong, belong to ya. But I think that kind of sums it up pretty well. Yeah, I definitely think it does. I think yeah. that, that song by the Decemberists is definitely how most bands probably feel. Yeah. And this album, I'd say, is softer than his previous efforts. Yeah. A little more electronic and dancey. Except for there's a couple one, of songs. There's one like, song basically is Basically one like, outlier that's like a more true like to his a classic more sound. like punk. And this is a feel. fairly political album without being divisive or... Without being... Uh, what's the word? Um, literal or like direct. Judges are supposed to be non... Partisan? Yeah. So this is not a partisan album, but it's political. Yeah, he's not taking sides here, but he's addressing issues. Yeah, uh, and I like his approach. He's a yeah, he's addressing a lot of issues um, on like a very large scale. Yes, uh, and he's he's addressing them in a very human nature. Yeah. It's instead of addressing ideologies, he's addressing the humanity, which yeah. is and it's it's more uh, it's kind of all like what the like the cover the on the cover artwork like held. two hands like extending towards each other. Mm-hmm. It's like that's kind of what he's doing instead of like one pointing yes. at the other one. Yeah. They're trying to like he's Don't wag to like, your finger at me, sir. Yeah, it's not like a political in the terms of like wagging and wagging your finger and pointing your finger at other people. It's more of political in the way of let's like be uh, more kind. Yeah, be more kind. Yeah, Which we'll that's get exactly into. It. Um and this is coming from Frank Turner who's fairly political. Yeah. Uh, on his first EP so in his solo release he had a song called Thatcher F the Kids. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in, re- in reference to who is it, Margaret, Margaret Thatcher? Thatcher? Yeah, yeah. Was crazy. she? Is, who is she? Is she a, a British politician or something? Yeah, we don't go into British politics because they're crazy. Yeah, this isn't I British bruise and tunes. I would like to give a vote of no confidence. I play the fifth. <laughs> That's American, though. I know. I, I didn't know of any vote, British. I, I vote of no confidence. I don't know. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> <laughs> Are those your two English accents? I vote of no confidence. That's my Monty Python one. I love it. Well, actually, Monty Python, that they also had one where he was like, 
Why don't you check under the sofa? <laughs> or how about Dick Van Dyke in uh, Mary Poppins? Oh my I gosh. love Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> the best British accent of all time. <laughs> Anyways, let's delve into this album track by track, shall we? Let's do it up. I've got. Uh, I'm going to go with four recommendations because it's. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm recommending the whole album. I don't oh, know. I'd, I'd I recommend pick. the whole album, but I'm going to pick out due to our. Due to your, call it. our normal format. Yeah. Um, and just uh, before we start. This album, it took me a, l- a little bit to get into. Me too. His other, there for were the most, for the majority of his other albums, I was hooked immediately. Yeah, like the last one, Positive Songs for Negative People, I immediately was like, I love this. This is really good and awesome. But with this one, I was like, oh, okay, this song is kind of slower and softer, and I would rather be like the second track, which we'll get to eventually. Mm-hmm. But after listening to it uh, probably five or six times, it's just, they're all just really good songs. All super good. Amazing. So let's dive in with track number one called Don't Worry. Don't Worry. And it's usually when I expect a Frank Turner album. Well, for the most part, he doesn't have an explosive first song. It's usually a more like laid back and Reserved. contemplative song. Yeah. Um, like on uh, the previous album where it was just him and the acoustic guitar. Right. Or yeah, Poetry yeah. for the Deed. He's got that... Uh, a piano-led song, it's or uh, slower stuff, or the um, one that England keep my bones. He has the eulogy. Yeah, to start it off. Yeah, and this is in that same vein. It's it's a slower, more reserved, contemplative song. The song's yeah. called "Don't Worry." Yeah, uh, it's "Don't Worry." Catchy. If you don't know what to do, and that's the whole point of the song. That yeah. that sentence right there. Yeah, but there is one stanza I really love in this okay. this song, and I think it's one that you like quite a bit. Okay. Um, it says, don't let your heart get hardened into stone or lose yourself in looking at your phone. Yeah. So many so-called friends and still you feel alone. You should spend more time with the do's and with the don'ts. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool way to look at things because social media and phones are, everyone's looking down at their phone mm-hmm. and feeling more isolated. Yeah. Even though you're more connected. Yeah. So it's a good way to, to <clears throat> not feel that anxiety of always being connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with this song, he does like a good job of kind of setting up the whole album in a way. Mm-hmm. Just starting off by saying, don't worry. Yeah. Uh, what's the line? Can you look at those lyrics again? Yeah. What's the line when he says uh, something about worries shoes? Worries as in like walking around shoes? Yeah. Um, it's nearly one of the first lines. I don't know how you don't remember this. I can't remember here's it. How, here's the very start of the song. Don't worry if you don't know what to do. I've spent a little time in worried shoes. Okay. I wore them out though walking, and it wasn't any use. Use. Don't worry if you don't know what to do. Yeah. So he's he's worried, and he realized that there's no point in worrying. Yeah. Yeah. Which is is really true, but it's so difficult to not worry about things, just as human beings in general. Mm-hmm. But moving on to track number two, which is yeah. one of the, the two very political songs I would say on the record. Yes, this is a very um, political song. My first recommendation. Okay. This song is called 1933. I very much like this song. I do too. And I also really like uh, the metaphor that he uses to describe his view on the political situation. It is. This was, but before we get into that that part, this was the first song released from the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the first single. And he made a point of saying, I just want to let you know that this is the heaviest song on the album and nothing else sounds like it. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing big time there. Yeah. Um, but he essentially said that. Um, and this is a like a, a rock song, punk, yeah. a little more punky, angsty sounding, heavy guitars. Yeah. 
Um, and it's referenced to 1933, right before the Germans took over and started World War II. Yeah. And that's what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, the world kind of ending and not really know what to do. So let's go to the bar and drink. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the line that I really like is, uh, don't go mistaking your house burning down for the dawn. Yeah. Don't go mistaking your house burning down for the dawn. Yeah. So with that, kind of like the dawn implying like the rising of a new day or like something good. So he's contrasting that with a burning house. Yeah. So like in general, where you live or in this term, maybe country mm-hmm. or whatever. He's talking about the, the Nazis coming to wherever he is, England or wherever he's he's talking about, France, probably mm-hmm. Germany or Poland. I don't really know. Um, and I think that's a direct reference to the Nazis of today because uh, mm-hmm. there have been some Nazis that have come out yeah, uh, it's so weird. Alt-right or whatever you want to call it. Um, and here's how he kind of ties that in. There's this one line where he says, um, and if I was of the greatest generation, and the greatest generation being those uh, being who were those around who in World War II. Essentially, yeah. Yep. Uh, if I was of the greatest generation, I'd be pissed surveying the world that I built slipping back into this. I'd be screaming at my grandkids, we already did this. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I mean, there's no mistaking what he's talking about there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's no Trump fan. Nope. <laughs> Which will be clear, pretty clear in one of the other songs. I mean, it's already clear now, but that's yeah. fine. Uh, he doesn't call people out, really. He's just no. calling out Nazis like, here. Yeah. Saying, yeah. This, let's, let's not raise some red flags, anyone. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good punk angsty song. Yep, very good. And how about we move on to something that's completely not punk and angsty. Okay, sounds good. Something more poppy and uppity and... Not uppity. Um, yeah, uppity is a good word. Upbeat. Up, upbeat and dancey, how about Uppity it? has a bad connotation yeah, to it. Yeah, but upbeat and dancey yeah um track number three and my second recommendation oh nice is cool. little changes yes i like this song a lot. Uh, this is the most non-frank turner song dun, i've ever heard dun, that's dun, a frank turner song dun, 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 it's kind of like what do you call that little baby sounding xylophone the little bells that he's playing yeah he, okay xylophone <laughs> <laughs> he played high notes on a xylophone <laughs> do, 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 do. it's really soft guitars um, like a easy to dance to beat, um, and it's just really pleasant sounding song. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and it's all about little changes, making little changes, making yeah. little changes in your life. What's one of the lines? It's uh, let's not just pray, let's make a change. Yeah, he says, let's not just pray, let's make some changes, or let's make a change. Yeah, um, that's a reference that I kind of get a little angry about. Not not because of the attacking, like the him saying that, but. It came out a lot during a lot of the mass shootings mm-hmm. of recent years, um, like the Vegas shooting or some of the school shootings, where people would be like send, uh, like sending out prayers that way, uh, or even when Kevin Smith had his heart attack. Yeah. Um, Chris Pratt, movie star, said sending prayers your way. Yeah. And everyone's attacking them, saying prayers don't solve anything. Keep your prayers to yourself. What's wrong with saying that? That just means yeah. you're thinking of them and like hoping everything's okay, even yeah. if you're not religious. That's that's a nice thing to say. Yeah. And that's what uh, didn't Kevin Smith bring that up? He was yeah, like, he was he was like what Pratt. is he gonna do? He can't. He's not, he's a, not doctor. a doctor. He's not gonna be able to save me. <laughs> I do understand that uh, that uh, it's a politician's job to do more than just pray. Yeah, and I, yeah, I so think that's that, what that's what they were. Getting I think that's angry what about. he's kind of getting at. Is I that, get I get angry at the people who call out the everyday person for saying that. Or yeah. the Chris Pratt's. Yeah. Like, why, why would you? What's wrong with that? Nothing. Yeah. If you're a politician who can maybe make a difference. Then, then maybe you do that. I mean, you're allowed to say yeah. sending prayers your way, but do that, more, that's do where it comes into that. play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great song, though. Yeah, very good song. Um, moving on to track on. number four. To the title track. The title track. And my third recommendation. Yeah. Be more kind. 
This song is so good. Uh, it might be my favorite on the album. I think it is. I think yeah. it's my favorite. It is so good. It's stripped back just basically him and the acoustic mm-hmm. for the first maybe two-thirds of the song. Yeah. Um, and then it doesn't get much heavier than that. There's a, a drum beat comes in, and there's a, a cello or some type of string, but it really stays laid back. Yeah. Uh, the guitar part is just him <coughs> finger-picking. And he said he stole that pattern from John K. Samson on, oh, really? on One Great City. Uh, that song that's I hate Winnipeg. Yeah, uh, that so, makes sense. And he's a big John like K. Samson is, or yeah. Weaker Than's fan. Um, but who, this song, who couldn't be a, a Weaker Than's fan? Come on now, everybody. No, everybody's a Weaker Than's fan. Let's be honest. Unless you hate his voice, that's the reason why I could see people not liking them because mm, his yeah, voice maybe. is high and nasally. Yeah. Uh, but back to be more kind. The song. This is a theme of the whole album. Yep. Um, it's it's talking about we should be more kind to each other. Yep. Am I right? Yep. I think the line that sums it up the best is, uh, in a world that has decided it's going to lose its mind, be more kind, my friends. Try to be more kind. kind. Yeah. It seems like that's kind of the whole gist, like the gist of the whole album. It's just, let's be more kind to each other. Yeah. Because we're all in the same situation. We're all in the same boat, you know? Yeah, I do know that. Um, But there's one more line that I really like also. Um, It's it's right before that one. He says, so before you go out searching, don't decide what you will find. It's it's kind of like trying to keep an open mind. Yeah. Just be more kind of people. And it's in the political spectrum we are right now. It's a lot of getting angry and just yelling and not listening. Yeah. You're you're not going to agree with everyone. So just let's just be kind. We're all human. Yeah. And this song, like the lyrics are like super simple, very straightforward. But I feel like it has the most powerful. It has it's the heaviest song on the album in terms of content, like weight, the weight of the content. Yeah, I agree. Um, I really like the first line in the whole, in the whole song. History says, yeah. has been leaning on me lately. <laughs> can feel the future breathing down, down my, my neck. neck. And all the things oh, I thought <laughs> were true saying. when I was young and you, you were too. And that there. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It's a, it's a fantastic yeah, song. Just, if you don't listen, if you only listen to one song from this record, this is the one I'd say. Definitely listen to this song. Yeah. Um, moving on to track number five. Yes. This song is called "Make America Great Again." This is MAGA. <laughs> That's a MAGA? reference oh, for all that? of you who are unfamiliar with "Make America Great Again." That was Trump's slogan. slogan yeah. His, his, during his campaign, there was red hats that said "Make America Great Again." Yep. Um, people were saying it left and right, uh, and it's kind of. Depending on which uh, spectrum of the political views you have, um, it can either be awesome or it can be... Or it can be confusing. Horrible. Because a lot of people argue, in like, make America great again. It's already pretty it's good. A, yeah. It's already way better than it used to be. You know, it is what it is. Um, so this song's definitely a play on that Trump slogan. Yes, 100%. But he's um, not really saying anything bad about America. He's yeah. just saying, let's make... Like, like, well, the chorus kind of sets the the what he actually means. Yeah, let's make America great again by making racists ashamed again. Let's make yeah. compassion in fashion again, in fashion again, which yeah. is is a good one. Yeah, and that's almost the same. Let's make compassion in fashion again. Yeah, it's almost the exact same thing as be more kind. Yep. So it's it's not a it's not a divisive song. He's just him yeah. saying. Let's make America great again by being compassionate. Yeah. and being more kind. Yeah, you see, again see that. If you look at the album cover, those hands reaching out to each other. Yeah. See the theme of the whole album. Shall we go line. somewhere with the next song? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nah, track, let's go let's go nowhere. <laughs> track number six is called Going Nowhere. Yeah. Um this, this song, one doesn't seem very political. It's not. I think this is just him what do you think it's about? It seems like it's him saying that 
like he's not gonna stop making music. Yeah, maybe. I think it's just about him being with some either with his fans or with his significant other or yeah. just where he is. Because he there's one line that says, "The empire empires may fall and the seas may rise, but I'll be at your side by and by. I'm like an armchair. I'm going nowhere." Yeah. Got a lot of weird references. Mm-hmm. I'm like swimwear. I'm going nowhere. nowhere. It's goofy. Been there like swimwear. I'm going nowhere. Moving on. Yeah. To track number seven. Yes. This song's called Brave Face. Brave Face. This is they pick up their speed a little bit with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, weird sounding song. Yeah, it definitely. I like is it. For, but it's, I like it too. It's but odd. like, the whole structure is different. Yes. Than in his normal songs. But basically, it's about like putting on a brave face. Like whenever you're whatever for whatever you're facing in that day, yeah. Essentially, I, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing that I I think is funny and I like about this song is you got that uh, choir in the end. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a a church choir. Yeah. Put on your brave face. Put on your brave face. It's just real catchy with that whole choir singing. Yeah. Um. Shall we move on to the B side, track number eight? Let's do it. Um. This song was actually previously released on his songbook compilation. Yes. yes it was. It's called There She Is. Um, and this is a slower, more pulled back song. Love and it's, song. It's a love song. It's a happy love song from yeah. Frank Turner. What? <laughs> <laughs> a happy love song? From the guys who wrote uh, what's that song, Substitutes, and all those other not-so-lovely songs. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, th- I Whenever this song, whenever I first heard this song, I immediately liked it. Not me. I it's, was like, it has kind of like an It has kind of like an 80s type feel. Like a... Slow burn like ballad slow, kind of feel, yeah, almost. like a slow pop ballad yeah. type feel. I wasn't drawn into it immediately, but it really grew on me big mm-hmm. time, and I love this song. Um, that's all I really have can to say. Can be summed about that. up in one line: "There she is, isn't, isn't she, she everything?" everything? Yep, mm-hmm. good song. I mean, Very if you listen good song. to his album Tape Deck Heart. That whole album's a breakup album, so yeah. to hear this song is like, whoa, like whoa, he's found someone special. Shall I move on to Go track number Frank. nine? Yeah. This song is called 21st Century Survival Blues. You're going to recommend this one? No, but I wanted to. Mm. Uh, I thought it was a, a great song. Yeah, the um, 21st Century Survival Blues. So um, a condition brought on by watching the news? Yeah. Yeah. And we all know that the news is just big headlines trying to cause divisions and get ratings. Yep. Um, so it's causing panic. I mean, survivalism, that's the kind of like building a bunker and getting ready for whatever. Um, and I don't think that's what he's literally saying, even though he references, I think, the apocalypse and all kinds of weird things. Yeah. Um, but it's, in the end, he's just saying, I just need you. Yeah. Um, just need you to survive through whatever comes in the 21st century. And that's where I get one of the best melodic motifs in this whole album. I just need... Yeah, <laughs> it's. Um, uh, I would say yeah, that part is like super, super catchy, super and catchy, I very pleasing. much like that. So Great that song. part too. Um, let's move on to track number ten. Number ten. Number ten. The song is called Blackout, and it's my last recommendation. Okay, nice. Um, this is also a super dancey song. This song is so good. Uh, boom. Bass guitar driven. Boom 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 boom. Very very different for Frank Turner. Yeah. I really, really like it, though. This fits the same theme as Be More Kind and Make America Great Again. It's just mm-hmm. uh, kind of about everybody realizing the humanity and everybody else. And the best line that is talking about that is it's when there's a blackout, everyone's in the dark, right? 
And he's talking about meeting in the middle, meet me in the middle, meet me in the middle. I'll be there waiting for you. Meet me in the middle, meet me in the middle. Bring a burning candle with you. Um, yeah. So he's talking about meeting in the middle, probably of the political meet spectrum. Let's let, let's, middle, let's find some, what he might call in a little bit common ground. Oh, um, maybe that's why this song leads into the next song. Yeah, but that's that's what Blackout's all about. It's yeah. super dancey. It doesn't sound like a Frank Turner song at no, all, but other I than him really, singing. I really, really like it, though. And if you see him play this live, he he doesn't have a guitar. He just kind of dances. Yeah. It's so funny. So good, man. Uh, we saw him live recently, and when he played Make America Great Again, he's like, I was a bit nervous to play in this one in the States, but here we go. <laughs> he didn't. I don't think he said that, but it's something like that. <laughs> but here we go. Uh, but like I said, he was the this song's all about him trying to find common ground. So let's move on to track number eleven, Common Ground. Ooh. Um this song sounds more like what I would hear off of Tape Deck Heart stylistically. Yeah, I suppose so. And it's I might like say that off of the driven. next two or three songs, actually. Yeah. Uh, they all kind of remind me of Tape Deck Heart, mm. the the last half of Tape Deck Heart. Oh oh the last half. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So if you listen to that record, these ones have a similar sound. Yeah. Um, this one's like kind of stripped back uh starts off with an acoustic like just an acoustic guitar right mm-hmm. um and, uh, and there's one, drums also and this one as you might imagine is about trying to find that common ground yeah. with people so again that p- picture on the front just two hands reaching for each other to form a handshake in the, in the middle of the song he says uh if we are to find a way to live, then we need to build ourselves a bridge. And if we were to build ourselves a bridge, we could meet in the middle and forgive. Yeah. I'm just trying to find common ground. This is just such a positive album. It I is. It. <laughs> I mean, last song, Positive Songs for Negative People. This is Positive Songs for, for Everyone. <laughs> positive Songs for Everybody. <laughs> Classic, Frank. Um, let's move on to the penultimate track. This song is called The, the Lifeboat. Lifeboat. This one starts off with a acoustic guitar and a weird... Mm-hmm. minor sounding yeah it's definitely a minor it's a, sounding it's an odd guitar melody just very strange sounding song yeah i think uh i either saw an interview or read something somewhere where he was like this song is my attempt to write a song like will varley i can see that i could see that i think I, I don't know if it was an interview or if it was he wrote it somewhere but but that's this was his attempt at a, a kind of philosophical type will varley song um Lyrically, I did, I like the uh, he's talking about lowering a life lifeboat when the boat sings or whatever. Yeah, I think that's him saying that like the political climate or society is kind of going to crap right now. So let's get a let's try start a find, new plan, try to find a new way new. out. Let's join it together and take the new way out. Yeah, maybe he's not. Who knows? But that's what I think he's talking about. Yeah, it kind of seems like that to me too. Yeah, shall we move on to the last song? Last song. The song's yes. called "Get It Right." Get it right. And this is again another. Compared to the rest of the album, like different sounding vibe, mm-hmm. like a, yeah, a, a kind of an acoustic I, song. I kind of like how he ends it with this because it kind of it almost ties into the first track, in a way. Yeah, my favorite part of this song is when he says, "I don't know, I've changed my mind, mm-hmm. my mind," and that's him saying, "Be open to other people's point of views." Yeah, um, which I think he said he's had his his views changed by fans or by other people's opinions yeah so he's saying just listen yeah be more kind and listen be more kind everybody yeah it's just a fantastic theme to the whole album just a uh the album was timed right in terms of like what's happening in the world right now yeah well he said that he was writing an album about 
like a contemporary feminist type thing. It was, it was supposed to be a concept album like a, based on feminism, okay. like contemporary feminism. And he kind of put those songs on hold, so I'm assuming that's going to be his next album. Yeah. Uh, because he wanted to write this one instead. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, what's the what's the uh, phrase? Apropos? Appropriate? No, apropos. Is that short for appropriate? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I have no idea, dude. I'm, I'm just guessing. Uh... Apropos. Or is it appropriate? Okay, Google. Who knows? And I don't think it's short for appropriate. It's of the zeitgeist. Of the zeitgeist. Yeah, zeitgeist is a good way to... To perform, uh, to perform it, to describe it. Yeah. Zeitgeist, the German word being uh, spirit of the times. Yes. And this is quite that. Yeah. But this can be spirit of every time because that's a, a theme that's timeless. Yeah. There's always going to be division and divisiveness. So in the future, this this might be some of those songs uh, that transcend time. Hopefully. Like... Uh, the one song that always comes to mind is Bob Dylan's song, The Times They Are Changing. The times they are a changing. No matter, no matter what year you listen to that song, it will always be relevant. This is true. So I think maybe some of these songs will be that. Yeah. I we'll, agree. we'll check back with you in 10 years <laughs> and see if it's still relevant. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. <laughs> well, though, I do love this album. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's my favorite Frank Turner album. Really? Yes. I don't know if it is for me either. I think it's hard to classify his albums. This one is just so different. It's very different. That it's kind of hard to group them so with good. the other ones. It's, it's hard to say. It's hard to rank his albums. It really is because they're all good. I don't think it's my favorite, but it's definitely up there. Yeah. I, I don't dislike any Frank Turner albums. Do you? I do not dislike any Frank Turner albums. So there you go. We don't dislike Frank if Turner. If you have not listened to any Frank Turner do yourself a huge favor and listen to all of his albums. And listen to our episodes reviewing a couple of his albums. We've, yeah, we've, we've reviewed, reviewed Positive Songs for Negative People, our very first episode. And, and we reviewed England Keep Our England Keep, keep My, my bones. bones. Yeah, I was going to say Keep Our Bones. Keep Our Bones. That's, it is what it is. Um, anyway. Moving on to next week, it's back to the regular format episode in which I Do will you. be reviewing the album by The National called Trouble Will Fight. Called Trouble Will Find Me. And you will be listening to Taking Back Sunday Louder, Louder now. now. Louder Now! Louder Now! Too loud. Too loud. Sorry about that. So it's about to get Americana and emo all up in one episode, you guys. <laughs> um, so that'll be episode 65. Um, yeah, the following week will that? be 66. You know what that means? Repeating. Repeat. Um, I don't have an, an album Repeat. yet, but we're going to be repeating albums from bands we've already reviewed. Can yes. you believe that? I can believe it. Me too. I might recommend a Radiohead album for you. I definitely hope so. That'd be good. But any uh, last thoughts on the beer before we sign uh, off? You know, the flavors are fairly, like, pretty much the same. Yeah, I think by starting this beer out when it was a little warmer, that kind of helped us uh, already establish what we wanted to taste. Yeah, I wonder if it was like in the like at thirty two degrees, like a normal fridge, you know. Yeah. I wonder how the flavors would be different. They probably wouldn't be as prominent. I don't know what would stick out. Maybe the booziness would come out more, or maybe we wouldn't taste the. Or maybe orange there'd be less orange. Much. Yeah. Maybe it'd be more chocolate. Because the orange is like really present. Yeah, it's really good, but. Uh, we're drinking at the appropriate apropos temperature. <laughs> That's not what apropos means. Yeah, it is. 
You heard it here. You heard it first. Apropos is appropriate. It's the same thing as appropriate. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I said. You heard it here. You heard it first. Truth. But anyways, um, let's uh, cheers our beers and sign off for the week. Let's do it. Apropos. <laughs> I didn't get to take my last sip. Delicious. You're like, ah, bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my name is Stephen Johnston. My name is Jesse Titus. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should song. American brews and tunes. Shibbity beam a